Amen. Well, again, it's good to see everybody. And uh, I tell you what, this this uh, title really speaks to us. I know for, for me, it sure does. Striving through struggles. Anybody ever have any struggles? And everybody in the crowd goes wild, right? That's it. Well, I tell you what, I think one of the greatest things about struggles is to know that, you know what, you're not alone in a struggle. And you're never alone when you have Jesus. Amen. And I think it's always good to have an encourager, somebody to encourage you. Anybody like being encouraged? Amen. How much encouraging are you doing? Just a little bit, have it on the way. So today I want to do something a little different, y'all. Listen real close. I got one pen and a whole bunch of paper in here. I'm going to start over here with Bennett. And I want you guys to write one thing, even if it's the first time you ever walked in here. One thing you love about your church and then hold on to it and pass it down. Okay? So what we're going to do, take one thing that you love about your church, write on there, hold that, pass it on with the pen, pass it on down while we're going through service. Think of one thing. Can somebody think of one good thing? Bless. There you go. He thought Jeff's already shared. I tell you what, man, I like you in the front row, brother. This is good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So when you guys feel free to do that, just write it down, hold it, and we're going to get to that a little later in the, in the uh, message. But it is good to have everybody here today. Everybody staying warm? Man, that temperature has changed, hasn't it? A little bit. We still got folks coming in, and that is excellent. So striving through struggles. You know, being a pastor, you hear about a lot of struggles, don't you? Being a friend, you hear a lot of struggles. Looking in the mirror, you hear about a lot of struggles. But today, I want to try to give us the tools that we already have in our spiritual tool belt that we might not even realize that we can use to be overcomers in Christ. Everybody say amen if they like to hear that. I tell you, when we get here, one of the greatest tools that we have is the opportunity to praise our Lord and Savior. Man, I'm looking out here playing, and I see you guys just lifting your hearts to the Lord. That is a blessing, man. And I believe as we continue to give voice to the great things that God has done in our life, those problems seem to shrink. Now, I never, ever, ever make uh, belittle anybody's problem or anything like that. We all go through different things. And that's really what uh, spurred this message this week. It's a lot of prayer requests, a lot of things going on. And so I want to jump in with that. I said, I got a few things I just want to read because I'll mess them up if I don't. How about that? It says, each week, I said, each week, the Lord graciously guides us to the pulse rate and purpose of his message. I pray each and every week, Lord, what is the message for this week? For a time such as this, what's going on in the world, what's going on in, uh, uh, in the lives of our family, our church family, what is that message? And this is what God really put on my heart. And many of y'all know one of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning, I try to spend time with God. How about you guys? Amen. It's a good place to start, amen? It's a good place to stay and it's a good place to finish, amen? Now, I do not mean that you just walk around praying all day and don't do your job, but be in an attitude of prayer, amen? That's what I'm talking about. So usually I like to journal or sometimes I'll use my little Facebook thing. And usually if you come on my Facebook stuff, uh, a lot of people have a lot of negative things about a lot of other things. All you want to hear is positive. How about that? I I decided a long time ago I was only going to use that as a tool to encourage people in the Lord. So that's what you got. So if you're feeling down, take a look at that. So this is what I wrote the other morning. I said, Lord, there are many of my friends struggling with health issues and difficulties. I come to you today on their behalf in the mighty name of Jesus for healing for their bodies and peace for their minds. And I wrote, please agree with me in prayer, friends. Our Lord is able and good. Amen. Amen. Within several hours, in several hours, there was 175 folks interacting on that. In just a matter of hours. 38 different comments about people needing prayer and agreeing with us in prayer. And I said, Lord, you just showed me our message. It's about a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are having difficult times. 
And so I pray today as we take God's word through the power of the Holy Spirit that we can encourage one another. Amen. And others that will hear this message later today. So I want to tell you that, you know, God is good. How many people know that's true? I'm going to show you a little something. This scripture the Lord gave me for today. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. I hope you can see that. If not, you probably got it on your handout as well. But hopefully you can see it up here. And I always encourage you to bring your Bibles, okay? It says, 2 Corinthians 4, 7. We now have this light shining in our hearts. But we ourselves are like fragile clay jars. Somebody say amen. amen. Containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God. Not from ourselves. So many times, how many times do we try to fix it on our own? We pray after we exhaust everything that we've tried, wore out, tired out, discouraged. And then somebody said, did you pray about that? Well, I was getting ready to. (laughs) How many people start off in in, in business and jump in, got this great idea, you think anyway, and start out. And then right when it gets tough, then you start praying. Over my life of the last 51 years, I'm thinking, if I would have just invited the Lord into some of my decisions. How about all my decisions? And many of them I have. And many of them I haven't. I can tell you that. And 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 when I go back over the time, I go, man. And there's been things that I've asked the Lord about that I really felt like I needed or maybe I wanted or desired or whatever. And the Lord says, wait. And at the time, it's kind of hard. You go, but, 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 I'm just being honest. You go, but, but, but everything seems, seems like it's right on time. Everything seems like it's, it's the time to move forward. It seems like that. But you remain obedient to the word of God. In short order, you say, thank you, Lord, that I didn't jump when I wanted. But I remain faithful to your word. And you bless that situation. So if somebody is on, on the, on the bubble right there. Thinking, there's a situation coming up. Realize God might be saying yes. He might be saying no. And he might be saying wait. Seek him so that you'll hear exactly what he wants. Because his timing is what? Perfect. Amen. Anybody believe that? Oh, I'm telling you his timing is perfect. And, And I know today is a perfect time for us to just continue on and lift up the Lord. But we are like those little fragile jars. Anybody feel a little fragile sometimes? You can be big, tough guy, whatever, but there's some times when everything's stripped away, you can feel pretty doggone fragile. But I like what it says right after that. He said, we ourselves are like fragile clay jars. And then look how it flips. Containing this great treasure. The greatest treasure we have is knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And knowing that we are secure in him. When we call on the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us. And I got scripture upon scripture to encourage you with that today. So we're going to jump on in here and see what else God has for us. But everybody likes to be encouraged, they said, right? Amen. And everybody's writing their little note down. I don't need one word, whatever that there. We'll keep on going. So this is where I go to it. We all need encouragement. And I said, man, God gives his guarantee. We talk about guarantees a lot. A lot of times on vehicles and TVs and toasters and microwaves and all that. But the guarantee is only as good as the person guaranteeing it. Amen. Amen. How many know that God's guarantee is perfect? Amen. I mean, when you have God's word on it, you got something there. You can stand on that. Even when it doesn't look like what you thought it did. Even when you don't think that it's not coming around. We can trust that God is on time. Take a look at the scripture here. Ephesians 1.14. It says... The spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us 
to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Man, isn't that good news? I love, I love it when people preach back, man. Come on, I'm ready. That's it. It's something to be excited about. When we're in God's house, we ought to be talking about what God's doing. Amen. It's exciting time to be where we are in life. Some people think it's overwhelming time. It can be. When you look around at all the things going on in the world. But I want you to know what we said earlier. God's timing is perfect. He knew that you would be here today. He knew that you would be born at this time. There's nothing taking him by surprise. So don't let anything take you by surprise when you're trusting the Lord. That makes sense? We can rely on the power of the Lord. Now, I love this scripture. I use it a lot of times to pull it in to encourage us in the Lord. Because I tell you what, when I know what God has done for me, we can turn back and look at these three things. Three things to remember. It says, he will give, he's promised, and he has purchased. Man, that'll preach a whole message by itself right there. When we turn around and realize what God gave for us to be with him for eternity. He gave his only begotten son. You say, well, well, yeah, we know that. Do we really? And what I say when I say, do we really? We've received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And then we go out and walk in defeat the rest of the week. I want us to take a hold of that today and walk in victory the rest of your life. Amen. That's what I want you to see here. He will give. If God did not spare his son to get you back in a relationship, man, that's amazing. And see, one of the things I think when we're going through struggles is to realize our value. Do you know how valuable you are? If you ever doubt that, don't look to man to see your value. Don't look to anybody else to see your value. Look to the Lord. If you ever feel like, man, I just don't feel like I'm worth anything. Look to the cross and realize that Jesus said you meant everything. Enough to lay his life down. They didn't hog time and, and, and run him up there and he's trying to get off, jump off the cross or anything like that. He willingly laid his life down because he was looking at the big picture. We need to live our life looking at the big picture. And the big picture is we need to share some Jesus. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, I love, anybody know I like sharing Jesus? I, it don't matter when, where, whatever. I got to tell you a story. Went by to see my mama yesterday. I was all kicked back watching some college football, had my legs slapped over my dad's chair, dog on, a, on my lap. Everything's good. Mama's eating a hamburger. Life is good. And somebody knocks on the door. Dog goes crazy. Mama's like, who is it? Who is it? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Trying to get out of the rocking chair. And had two ladies at the door. Name tags on and handbags and a big old smile. I said, how you doing? They go, we're doing good. I said, what are you all here to talk about today? And before they could say anything, I said, is it Jesus? They go, yes, it is. I said, good. Tell me about it. She said, sound like you already know him. I said, I do. And I got to talk to him. And, and, and see, what's kind of funny is I don't think I'm real excited about Jesus a lot of times. But my mom has this doorbell and it films everything. And I went back. I thought scared them people to death. Because <laughs> they started right. I said, yeah, tell me about Jesus. And when we finished, they were all the way back here. <laughs> They were back in. I said, wait a minute, I want to pray for you. <laughs> but we had a good old time. And I thought, you know, I really appreciate you guys coming out. She said, you know what? The Lord put this street on our heart to come out and share the gospel. I said, that's good. And I got to continue to talk to him a little bit. I said, let me encourage you that you're doing the Lord's work today. And so they're getting ready to take off. And I said, let, let, me just, let me just pray for you. See, a lot of times we go out to be a blessing. 
And when we have the right heart, guess what happens? We end up getting blessed anyway. I pray that I was a blessing to them. They said they said it was. They probably wouldn't tell me it wasn't. But anyway, we had a moment where we could just fellowship there. We didn't have to get into all about the weather, who's playing football, any of those things. Not there's anything wrong with that. But for a few minutes, we just agreed how good God was. We just agreed that, you know what? I'm going to lift you up. And I'm going to lift you up. And I, I began to pray for them and everything. And I could tell just in, in, in the presence of the Lord's Spirit that it was just lifting some doubt off their back. It was lifting some, you know, let me tell you, it's not easy going door to door knocking, telling about people, telling people about Jesus, is it? You know, think about that. How about your workmates? You know, you try to share your faith with them, you know. Oh, yeah. How about anybody? Sometimes it's a little difficult. But I want to tell you that we've got the guarantee of the Spirit of the Lord in our life that will help us and give us the words to say, amen. Don't think you've got to be a Bible scholar to tell them what God has done in your life. Sometimes it's that simple. Sometimes it's that simple. And I just want to encourage us with that. But think about that. Three things, just on this slide right here. He will give. He promised. What did he promise? Eternal life. Did he promise that you would go through life and never, ever, ever have a problem? He sure did. If you got that in there, let me find that in the Bible. I'd like to see that. But he says, you know what? In this world, there'll be trials and tribulations. But be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. Amen. We are overcomers in Christ. Today, this man, this, I, I'm going to be a cheerleader for Jesus today. All right? And, and I tell you, we all need that. Because the days get long. The weeks get long. The months get long. The election is getting long. Amen? The other day I got up and they started talking. I just wrote, I vote for Jesus. I just vote for Jesus. How about that? We need to be praying for our country. We need to be praying for our friends. We need to be praying. Ah. Uh, that so many times that we just need to take our eyes off of self and put them back on God. I had a friend of mine the other day said, man, do you know anybody that needs some help with anything? Do you know anybody that, you know, that I can help out with or something or whatever? I said, well, what is that going to He said, I am really, really going through a tough time. And I know when I take my eyes off of my problems and help somebody else in the Lord, God blesses the whole thing. Isn't that amazing? But he knew that. He said, tell me somebody I can help. Man, that was amazing. And it wasn't so much giving or doing. I said, you know what? Why don't we pray for our country? Hey, you know what? Why don't we pray for the, the area around here? People get saved. Why don't we pray for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, why don't we pray for people that are going through some tough times? I tell you what. I don't know anybody that doesn't know somebody that hasn't been affected with cancer. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. But we got an amazing God. And I want to tell you, we're going to continue to trust God in those situations. And so what else do we have here? He purchased. Have you ever been in line maybe as a kid and you get up there and maybe you didn't have enough money and somebody paid for it? And you're like, I, but I, I can't even pay you back. I don't even, I don't even know you. I mean, I don't, and, and they just bless you. That's amazing, isn't it? It's been a while back, went through a drive-thru, and I love doing this, but it just blew me away when somebody did it for me. Sometimes I'll go through a drive-thru and pay for the person behind you. It just messes them all up. You know, you get up there, I say, well, I don't know what they have, but we're going to go ahead and get that too. And you get up there, and you get ready to leave, and you go, beep, beep, and they're going, why? You know, what did you do? Oh, it's a good feeling. 
You know, and, and prayer is involved in this because you're praying that when you say that they didn't get like enough for the whole football team, right? Teasing. Hey, you know what? If God led you to do that, he'd, he'd give you the finances to do it. But it's nice to be able to do a few things. And sometimes, you know what? When we're on the receiving end, I think, man, I'm so thankful that somebody would take a little time for that. But we all need encouragement. And, and I know we can agree on that. But I want to ask you, how much encouragement are we giving to others? Okay. And when you give encouragement, the Lord just laid it somewhere. You don't give encouragement just to get encouragement. Right? Because you will probably be let down. If, if you got some stuff hooked to it, you're probably going to be let down. If you've got unrealistic expectations. Oh, Angela, you're so nice today. See, she ain't biting. Right? So if I go over there and tell her she look nice, but then I'm waiting for her to say, well, gosh, she didn't tell me I look nice. You know, you guys do that stuff. Well, maybe the girls. Guys don't, guys don't care, right? Do they? Yes, we do. We say we don't, but we do. You know, everybody likes to be encouraged, you know? It's, it's amazing. But what I'm saying is, I just want to throw that in there. Man, when we give, give from the heart. And when we give a word of encouragement, just give a word of encouragement. And in due time, I can tell you, God will put somebody in your life at the most amazing time to speak into your life. He does. He's a giver. And he's a promiser of great things. Amen. Let's keep on going. Everybody doing good. Everybody still writing on the card. Find one good thing that you can say about coming to church today. Amen. We all need God's power. Amen. Woo, I got some good words for y'all here today. Ready? How come that don't look nothing like what I got? Because I'm on the wrong sheet. There we go. I'm going to say, we'll go with it, Lord. If you, that's what you want us to preach, so we we'll go with that. I'm going with him. Let's take a look at this. We sang about this this morning. 2 Corinthians 4 uh, through 8. We are pressed on every side by troubles. We are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. I want you to remember that. Never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. I'm going to go back to this. The Lord, even in this here, it's not always easy. I've talked to some people, you know what's funny? And I have not had surgeries like other people. But sometimes I talk to people that say, man, what's going on? And they say, man, you know, I got this, I got this splinter in my finger. And I'm going, really? <laughs> oh, man, you know, you're talking to them and you try to identify, you know, and you've had different things that people's had. Uh, you know, heart attacks and cancer and treatments and all that. And they're going to be in their, their whole world's going, oh, I got this splinter in the wheel. But it's real to them at the time. But if we can speak it to their life, say, you know what? You're going to make it through the other side. God's not going to abandon you. You're not going to be destroyed. And I looked at this here. I said, I said, we are oppressed on every side by troubles, perplexed, hunted down, knocked down. And I said, read it again to each response. He's got something to say. He said, we're perplexed, but not driven to despair. We're hunted down, but we're never abandoned. We get knocked down, but we're not destroyed. You've got to read the whole thing. See, a lot of times in God's word, unfortunately, we like to pick and choose. It's the whole thing. It's not, it's not just like a smorgasbord. It's the whole thing. And, and, and I'm glad that it's the whole thing. We're not just picking and choosing. Because, you know, if you pick and choose, you, you're leaving a lot of stuff out, aren't you? And I think what happens is we leave a lot of the good stuff out. Let's keep on rolling here. Isaiah 41.10 says, do not fear for I am with you. How many know God's with them? Say Amen. amen. Do not actually look about you, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Man. God says, I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you. I said, the power of God is active and alive in our lives. But we need to embrace the truth. So start speaking that today. Start speaking the truth of God's word today. Why is it so important to speak it? The Bible says, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Speak it so you'll hear it. You know what I do to build my faith? I read out loud. So I'm hearing Not only am I, am I speaking it and I'm hearing it and I'm speaking it and I'm hearing it. And anything I can do to get the edge on the devil, I'm going to take it. Amen. And here's the thing. We've already got the edge on the devil. Amen. Amen. Because we are a child of God. If we put our faith and trust in the Lord. Amen. So I want to encourage you guys with that. What else do we got here? I want to encourage you with this. This is our memory verse this week, I believe. First John 5, 4. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. What does that mean? If you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are an overcomer. Amen? And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What is it? Our faith. What you believe will guide your words, will guide your wallet, will guide your walking. It guides everything. So we need to watch what we let in the eye gates, the ear gates, the mouth gate out, out of our mouth and everything else. But how often are we filling up on God's power? We have the power of God in our life. And that's what's so amazing. When, when we come out the other side and you, and you talk to people and say, man, how in the world did you do that? And you know there's one answer. Jesus. How in the world did, how in the world did you make it through this situation? Man, God has carried me through this. God has put people in my life to encourage me. God has, has spoken to my life at an earlier time where I can grab hold of that truth today. You know? Let me tell you, when I look out here, I see a lot of folks that are just absolutely amazing. Each and every one of y'all. And I see folks, because I, we've, we've shared different things, that people are going through some really tough struggles. It's real. It's real. But today, I want to tell you that God is for you. Amen. That your church family is for you. They're not perfect, but they're for you. Start right here with me. But you know what? i tell you what. I might jump a little bit ahead of the game, but I'm going to tell you what's on my, my little ticket right now. I'm just going to jump out. Love. This is one of the most loving church families I've ever been a part of. I didn't say perfect. Didn't say anything else. Started with me. But they, you guys are loving folks. Take time to listen. And you can use that again if you want to. Jeff's all man, he'll use his. <laughs> but, but I want you to think about that. You say, well, why in the world do you want us to write that down? Because I want you to see what God's blessed you with. Amen? I want you to see what God's blessed you with. Let's keep on going. So we all need God's power. But do we have God's power in us? Amen. Absolutely. So we got it. We're a powerhouse for Jesus. I got one more. I jumped right there. Y'all saw that. I read that earlier. Didn't click it. We all need Jesus. Somebody say amen to that. Look at this. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Y'all heard this from time to time. Get this and write it down. Underline it in your Bible. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on the mirror in your bathroom. It's always good to refresh yourself in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. And He will make your path straight. Man, who are we following? Are we following the news? Are we following this? Are we following a new fad? All these different things. Are we following the Lord? I want to encourage us with that. This is what sets the stage of our faith. Our focus. Our focus on Christ. How about this? Philippians 4.19 And this same God who 
who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Is there anything left undone in Jesus? Nothing. Not a thing at all. But I think what happens is we gloss over that because we want things now. We want things in our time frame. We want it the way we want it. Amen. But I'm going to tell you what. How many people here today are glad that things haven't always gone their way? You know, I'll tell you what. I know I know my wife is glad because she'd end up with somebody else. <laughs> but um, man, let me get a drink on that of water. People say, what are they drinking up in there? Man. I was just, I was just kidding, really. Oh man! But so many times we take off running with blinders on. I know as a young man that's something I did a lot. Y'all heard me say this? I used to say, "Man, if I make the problems, I'm a man. I can solve them." Wrong. I can make a whole lot more than I can solve. How about that? And man, I can make some problems. You know what really makes a problems? A big mouth. I don't know many people that's got one. Except the guy in the mirror, right? I didn't always use my mouth to lift people up. I didn't always use my mouth to turn around and encourage people. Not real proud of that. But you know what? When I look at it now, man, what the, what is the difference you can make? You can speak life into people's people's life. You can make all the difference. You know what? When you get out there, and, and I've had a privilege of coaching and, and teaching karate and different things like that and being a sensei instructor. And, you know, you have the kids that they're just like, man, it's not coming together. I can, hey, man, come here. Let's break it down. Let's do a little song here. See that? You got that. Show them what they got. Then they can build on what they can get. Amen? If I show you what you have, build on that today. You have Jesus. You have a great foundation. You have victory just waiting to be tapped into in your life. Amen. And you have brothers and sisters that love you in the Lord. Let's keep on going. First Peter says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. You know, I think I can preach on worries every week. Anybody got any? Amen. One or two. What do we do with them? Do we carry them around and let them get bigger? We keep pointing to them and say, man, look at this word. We talked about a little bit of that last week. We can if we're not careful. And let me, I'm, man, I just, I just feel like I'm supposed to say this. If somebody comes alongside of you and you're worrying and they try to help you with it, remember they're trying to help you with it. Sometimes we act like we don't want help. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do about it. Well, did you try to say, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. Well, did you think about this? Well, no, no, no. And, and you, you, you're not listening. Lord, help me, help us to be better listeners of the word of God. When somebody's bringing something, run it through the filter of the Bible. You can get a lot of uh, input. But if you want victory, you need to have it through God's word. Amen. It's perfect all the time. Look at this Hebrew. And I want to bring this on home with this. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it the most. Man, I love that scripture. Come boldly. People know I'm a people watcher, man. I am a people watcher. And what I mean, that's not a bad thing. When I'm preaching the whole time, I'm watching, seeing what's on. So are they getting it? Are they getting it? What's going on? Somebody rubbing their head. Somebody doing this, something like that. I said, man, they need some different deodorant. No. <laughs> but I'm watching all the time because I want to connect 
with people. And people have often told me, said, man, how can you get away with saying the things that you do to people? If I said that, they would just knock me out. Well, first, I'm listening to the Lord. And I'm not ever going to condemn somebody. Denise, one time we were at the mall. And you know when you sit down on the couches out there with Patrick Henry? Do they still call him Patrick Henry Mall? Out there. I mean, I look for that, especially for my knee surgery. I'm out there. And to the untrained eye, you would think... There's a lot of troublemakers there. I'm like, oh, no, we're going to share some Jesus today. And Denise is going, I'm going to go shopping. I said, okay, I'll be here. I get back. And I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, now, how am I going to share some Jesus with these guys? And I'm watching. And I'm listening. And they say something. Hey, man, y'all know about such and such, such and what? Start right where they are. And the next thing you know, I'm talking about Jesus. And we're laughing. And we're hanging out. And the next thing you know, she comes back and I'm praying with everybody in the mall. And she goes, what's going on over there? I said, everybody needs Jesus, baby. I'm always going to have a job. Right? <laughs> everybody needs to know about the Lord. Amen. We were going to get a pizza one night. This has been a long time ago. We came back right before we either went on a mission trip or, or, or coming back or whatever. And when I say these things, this is not a buddy thing. I'm saying how God gives us boldness. That's what I'm saying. And we went, and we're getting ready to get into the pizza place. Everybody's out there, and some guys are drinking in the parking lot. How many know they might need Jesus? <laughs> Amen? I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'll I, I, I pray with somebody with a Budweiser in their hand. I don't care. God can reach them right there, you know? And I get ready to walk off. You know what? He said, hey, man, thanks, man. For, for y'all that haven't heard this other story, I'm going to share this, and then I'm going to move on. I should have renamed... My three-legged dog, not tripod, but Billy Graham. Me and Jess would take her out running around everything else. And I see some tough guys. And, and they see that dog with three legs, right? She ain't hurt. She's got it made, people. I'm telling you, she got it made. Her granddaddy walks her. Grandmama's sending the bones. She got a toy box like you wouldn't believe. She's got it good, right? Me and Jess went all the way down to the end down there and let her run one day. Guys pull up in this big four-wheel drive truck. Both of them got a beer in their hand. I got my Harley jack- jacket on everything right there. The dog's running. And this guy goes, hey, your dog's got three legs. I wanted to go say, what happened to the other one? I really, I wanted to. And I'm like, man. I was like, no, dude, what? Where, where's it at? Right? And, and he's going, right? And the dog's running around. And I go, yeah, she's doing all right, man. Well, what happened to her leg? I said, I don't know. She was like that when we got her. You know, I think she got hit by a car or something that didn't heal right, so they took it off. And, uh, you know, I prayed about a dog, and my wife prayed about a dog. She said, that's our dog. We'll take the dog, right? So the guy's sitting there, you know, he's drinking. And he goes, man, that's really good you took that dog in. <laughs> I said, yeah. And the Lord's working on my heart now. See, I've already seen his guard coming down. Mr. Tough Guy is an animal lover. And I started talking to him. I said, well, you know, man. I said, we all got a few flaws. I know I do. I drink to that, man. He said, yeah, I got to drive. And he started focusing on all the bad stuff in his life. I said, well, man, you know what? I said, you know what the good news is? He said, what's that? I said, just like when you were talking about we took that dog in just the way she is. I said, it's been a blessing to me. My dog is a blessing to me. Right? I said, God takes us even with all our problems. We did that little transition thing right now. See, God used my three-legged dog 
on the top of a hill down here all the way down at uh, the point to reach somebody for Jesus. I didn't tell him, I said, well, you know, if you quit doing this and you stop doing this and you wash behind your ears and, you know, all these things and you come Sunday, maybe we can help you out. I said, man, let me tell you about how good God is. I said, man, God will take you right where you are right now. And his buddy said, you know, I heard that. Get there and we start talking about the gospel. And the gospel is, we're sharing the message. And the next thing you know, see his beard going up, his beard started going down. And he's putting it down, putting it to the side. I said, man, let me tell you how much God loves you. I said, you know what, you talk about that dog in different situations there. I said, but God loves us with broken bones and broken dreams and everything else. And he'll take you right where you are. What would keep you, man, from receiving that greatest gift that God has for you? What would, what would receive, what would keep you from doing it? He goes, nothing. And his buddy said, me either. And right up there with the three-legged dog and an empty bear can, they gave their life to the Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you what. A lot of people probably wouldn't share that story. What I'm telling, sharing that story is because God will reach you right where you are. Don't think you've got to clean up to come to Christ. It was amazing. And you know what they did? They didn't, they were, man, well, who do you think you are? No, they said, you know what they said? Man, thank you. These guys out there hugging me and patting Jesse on the back and, and petting my dog because you know what? They heard the message of the Lord. We got to not only encourage each other here, but we got to be about God's business out there. Yeah. You know, those ladies knocking door to door and everything else. Well, maybe we won't go to door to door however God chooses to do that. I'm always saying be safe. Listen to the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, what is it and where is it that God's put you that he can use you today? Hey, maybe it's, it's, it's you know, helping somebody to get in their car. Maybe it's, uh, you know, if you go to the boat races down here today, maybe it's encouraging somebody down there. Maybe it's you're going to go shopping later. I don't know where to, maybe it's work next week. Maybe it's a phone call that you haven't made in a while. Maybe it's forgiving yourself. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm going to tell you what. We all need Jesus. Amen. I'm going to bring us back around here before we get ready to wrap it up. We all have struggles. Sometimes it's really nice if we get to kind of come up for air in between the struggles. I will say that. Amen. But I want you to know that we all have struggles. Don't think that you're getting picked on. Don't think that you're any less. Don't think. Let, let me tell you something. Don't think the people next door. Or your pastor don't have struggles, okay? Oh man, you, you know, it's, oh, nothing's going on. Man, everything's going right in your life. No, it's not. But I tell you, the one thing that always is going right in our life is the love of the Lord that he has for us. That the forgiveness that God has for you, that the grace and the mercy that God has for you, that the healing that is available for us through him. Amen. And I want us to be encouraged about those things because I'm going to tell you what, when we're going through some of the struggles, how about the bad doctor report? How about the, the, there's not enough money for the rent? How about when the kids are not doing right? How about when you can't hardly talk to your spouse because you're like this all the time? How about your job? You can fill in the blank over and over on all the things are wrong. But I'm going to tell you the thing that is right trumps that. And his name is Jesus. Amen. I want you to hear this again. I'm going to read this scripture here. 2 Corinthians 4.17. Hold this in your heart today. We now have this light shining in our hearts. But we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear 
that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. You know that? I'm going I'm to pull a few things out of that. We are kind of fragile at times. But we're, when we're weak, we're strong in Him. Amen? And that's what I want us to see today. That God is more than enough. Containing the great treasure of the Lord Jesus Christ in you. I'm going to challenge you this week. Let Him out. Let Him out a little bit on the job. Let Him out a little bit at the grocery store. Let Him out a little bit when, when, you, when you're visiting friends and families. Amen? And you'll be surprised how that, that encouragement can not only transform somebody's life, but bring blessing back to you. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you are more than enough. And Lord, I thank you that, yeah, I know we all strive and, and, and press in and keep looking up. I pray that you give us energy today to do that. That Lord, that you give us hope in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just know in a crowd this size, there's folks that's going through a lot of different things. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's making a decision. Lord, give them the wisdom today. Lord, touch their hearts today. Father, I'm asking in the mighty name of Jesus to give us clarity. And Father, it all starts with this step. Putting you first in our life. Asking you to come into our life. So if there's one here today and you say, and I asked you this question, said, if you die today, do you know for sure you're going to heaven? You say, man, I don't really know. You just don't know about my past. You don't know about this. Well, you can know. Because God says he'll take you right where you are. For a minute, just put yourself in that position. Like that fellow and seeing the dog and seeing seeing different things that was going on in, in her struggling in life. And know that somebody loved her so much they took her in. God loves you more than you know. But I want you to know it today. You say, well, what do I got to do to be saved? What does save mean? Let's break it down. That we are secure in Christ. That we have a home in heaven. That we will not go to hell when we live here. And there is a real place called hell. And it's for those that who reject the Son of God. So friends, don't reject him. Receive him today. You say, what, what must I do? The Bible says that we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. Lord, come into my life. Right? I know you're the son of God. Today I'm trusting you, Lord. Save me and help me walk this out. God says he will secure you. We have his promise. We have his word. So if that's you today, you can pray right where you are with me. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Today I'm trusting you as my Lord and Savior. Help me today, Lord, to be a difference maker. Lord, you make all the difference in our life. If you're here today and you said, you know, I've never done that, buddy, but today I did. Don't leave here without telling somebody. Say, you know what? I prayed that prayer with Pastor Buddy today. And we want to come around and just encourage you in that. You might be here today and say, you know, buddy, I hear everything you're saying, but I'm going through a rough patch right now. Lord, I pray for each of my brothers and sisters that are going through a rough patch right now. That, Lord, that you are more than enough. And, Lord, that you're faithful. Lord, help us to be the church body. That comes alongside and encourages in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, everybody have those little notes, right? I'm going to start right here and go all the way across. And this is you guys. I'd just like you to just tell me the one thing that popped in your mind that you love about your church. Truly blessed. Truly blessed. Love. Love. Amber. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome. Woohoo! Amen. Uh, 
Woo! All right. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Hope. You get hope here. Fellowship. What was that? Wow, that's awesome. Amen. I call it spokes on the wheel for Jesus. But what makes the church? God's people. God's children. It's not the building. It's not that or anything. You know, a lot of times people say, hey, y'all going to move? Y'all going to get a building bigger, bigger building? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, if God says so. But I will tell you what. I'm just tickled to pieces every time we get to meet. 
I don't care if we're in this building. We've been in other buildings. We've been in buildings where we stacked up like this. And then, wait a minute, I got I got to tune my guitar. Time, can you turn that? You know, we've been in different situations like that. But you know what? Today, I hope that through what we're shared today, that one that you're encouraged to know that God will never leave you. And even though your church family is not perfect, they do love you. And there's always room for more. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for the uplifting comments from each one here. And I pray that they know that with each comment, that's a piece of them. That's a piece of what they bring here. That's a piece that makes us unique in you. So Father, today as we fellowship and we we learn more about one another and we just celebrate what you've done and what you continue to do, uh, let us just praise you, Lord. Let us go from this place today, uh, not rush, not hurry, but resting in you. Lord, I pray right now as we get ready to, to receive this meal, I pray for the guys out there working with Miles and, and everybody that brings the stuff in and Tim out there and everybody behind the scene. Because, you know, when we pull things together and focus on you, there's nothing that just can't be done. And, Father, we thank you for all you do. Uh, we ask you, ask you to bless this fellowship time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.